Thanks for listening to the Provoke and Inspire podcast. If our message has encouraged you, would you help us spread the word? There are three simple ways you can help. One, subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud, and you'll always be the first to know when we've released a fresh episode. Two, rate the Provoke and Inspire podcast on iTunes. And three, share the episodes that speak the most to you on Facebook, Twitter, or wherever your voice is heard. We're honored to have you as part of our global community. You were called to make the world brighter, to run on the front lines, to cast vision where it had not yet landed. You were not gifted to be a random burst of energy, but a consistent force that enables the world to hear beauty, see potential, and write stories in a way that points the world to Jesus. Provoke and inspire. Welcome to the Provoke and Inspire Instant Addiction Addiction. <laughs> Let's hope it's an instant addiction. <laughs> I feel like of all the options there, it could have been a lot worse. So welcome to the Instant Edition Reaction Podcast. Uh, we are, well, this is for the first time in a long time, none of us are actually in the same room. Uh, Chad is somewhere, who knows where, doing who knows what. Uh, David, so Chad, Chad's not going to be here? No, Chad's not going to be here. You don't know where he is? Uh, <laughs> to be honest, no. I'm not entirely uh, sure. We lost he is. him. Is oh, he's on a plane. Yes. Oh, yes. So that's a decent. Going excuse. where? Uh, he's going on some speaking slash uh, support trip out in the uh, northwestern region. So oh. uh, I don't know, Oregon, Portland, Seattle. Oh, okay. You know, somewhere I, out there. So okay. in the Pacific Northwest. Is that America? That is still America, although it's. You know, getting closer to Russia, but it's still America. So okay, <laughs> there you All have right. it. That's so anyway, good. Chad's not here. Uh, Luke is in Poland, sounding clear and good. Uh, and David yes. is—I don't yes. know where David is—somewhere in in small town Minnesota. Uh, so thanks is, to the power of the internet, Luke, he's here right, as well. Do you did you put your suit on for the podcast, or do you, are you more being? Is this casual Wednesday? <laughs> I I tend to not take it off. Really, it's just uh, keeps life simple. Well, it's tough when it's so tight. You know what I mean? You almost have to yeah. peel it off. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. So. I, I mean, I, I when I shower, I sort of, you know, it gets a bit wet. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I mean, it's fine. I just, I don't take it off. It's like a wedding ring, you know? Yeah. And it adds a nice low hum to the podcast, kind of like that guy you talked to that one time in Moldova. So. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. So I yeah. see, I, I'm starting to see how it all fits together. <laughs> it's all one yeah. congruent piece of goodness. Uh, so anyway, is. that is, uh, I don't even know, I wanted to summarize what that was, but what was that? That was nothing. So that was the beginning of the Instant Addiction Edition Buzzer Provoke and Inspire <laughs> podcast. Uh, it's so many descriptors, but necessary nonetheless. So uh, we are uh, part of Come and Live. Come and Live's heart is to uh, find, train, equip, and release Christian artists to get outside of the church, uh, to use their gifts to uh, radically proclaim the hope and message of Jesus Christ. Uh like I said, outside of the church. So that's what we are hoping to do. Um, if you want to join our community, if you want to be part of our community, there is a way to do that. You can go to comeandlive.com. You can find out more about what it means to be a come and live artist. Uh, it, it is a narrow road, and we don't accept everyone because we really want to see that your heart truly is uh, missional and for this idea of, of reaching people through your art. Uh, and so this podcast talks a lot about the principles involved in doing that, but it's also more general. Uh, and, and it talks about 
we, we look at various things that are happening in the world uh, and, and what we might think Jesus would have us do, how he would have us react in the midst of all of the craziness that is happening all around us. Um, but before we get into that, I just want to mention again that this podcast is brought to you by the Steiger Compact School. Uh, and the Steiger Compact School is something that we do as a shorter uh, entry point into our larger mission school that happens every summer in Germany. Uh, so the Compact School is, is anywhere from two, three to four days. Uh, it's a way to get a intense, uh, short burst view of, of what Steiger is, who it is that we are trying to reach, uh, our values, our, our principles, uh, and it, there's also a practical component to it where you, you do outreach and you really get to put into practice the things you learn. Uh, and we're doing these all over the world. In fact, in the next 12 months, we're doing 12 of these compact schools uh, all over. And if you want to know, if you're in different parts of the world and you're listening to this, if you go to steiger.org slash compact, you can see all the countries and all the dates. Um, but again, Wait, Hey, what was that again? Uh, it's www.steiger.org slash compact. Uh, but specifically, I want to mention the one we have coming up in the United States in Minnesota, January 3 to the 6th. Well, that's weird. 3 to the 6th. <laughs> January 3rd to <laughs> January 6th, 2018, obviously. Uh, and uh, again, that is happening here in Minnesota. If you want information on that one, you can go to steiger.org slash compact USA. All one word, compact USA. I saw, I saw a guy today and his beard froze, like was like froze right off. And so he didn't have, it just like froze. <laughs> okay. And that will happen to you if you come to the <laughs> yeah, let US that, compact school. Let that be an enticement. If you come here and you happen to yes. be bearded and you don't want a beard any longer, just come here. It'll snap right off. Yeah. And I mean, it was exactly. like, he was like, you know how like there are people with beards are always rubbing them all the time. And he's like oh, trying yeah. to be cool. And he's like at a bus stop and he rubbed it and it like half of his beard fell off. And then he tried to act like he <laughs> met. And he was, then he was trying to act like, oh, I meant for that to happen. And like everyone was like looking at him. David's random. David's random story. <laughs> oh, we should have maybe let the, the computer finish that one. But either way. So there you have it. That If that doesn't want to get you to come to the Steiger Compact School, I don't know what would. Chad will be speaking. I will be speaking. Hey, Ben. Yes. You know, sorry, you were telling the speakers. You finished No, no, that. no, no. You, you finished. I'll get the buzzer ready. Those those speakers are amazing. I would go if I was in America. No, I just thought it'd be good to say if you if you're from Finland, then at almost the same time we have one in Finland. So we should mention that too. Mm. It's from the twenty eighth of December till the second of January, and I don't know what time. Probably all day. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So there you have it. Come to the Compact Schools. We could waffle on about that all day long, but we're not going to do that. But I would like to do something. I would like to do a shout out. Of all places and all people, I would like to do a shout out to Canada. Because Canada, we you, salute you. You are our number two listener this week of country. Do it again. Do it Canada again. Woo! So thank you, Canada, for all of your maple leaves and maple syrup and listening to the Provoke and Inspire podcast. Your gentle spirit carries us forward. Hmm. Yeah. Is there anyone listening from Quebec? Because I like French Canadians the best. I don't know if I could get that specific of a breakdown. Hey, and not to oh. throw Chile under the bus, you're still uh, you're still number three by a narrow margin. So thank you, Chile. Chile on. But Canada, you get our salute today. Uh, and we're moving right along to the next uh, portion of the of the podcast and pro- probably the most critical part of the podcast and it is David's random story well anyway back in the day you know we just started our band I I, I thought okay we have to start this band because uh, anyway we started our band 
And we just <laughs> we put we had put about three songs together, and um, someone said, "Hey, man, we're we're doing this thing for our, for like all of the our it's like a church meeting, and you need to come with your band and do your th- your three songs." And I'm like, "Yeah," but I didn't know how that would go. But he said, "You got to do it. You got to do it." So we went there, and um, so we got ready and we set everything up and. We did our first song, and it was cool. You know, people liked it, and, uh, you know, people were polite and everything. And then we did our second song, and all of a sudden, there was, like, this guy. He was sitting in the front, and he started kind of, like, waffling. I mean, like, people were sitting down on these metal folding chairs, and then this guy started making these gurgling sounds. Was he waffling or gurgling? Because to me, well, I, he was kind of. He was like combination. He was, no, he was like he, he was like swaying, <laughs> swaying back and so forth. So he was swaying, waffling, and gurgling. Okay, I got it. And like everyone, <laughs> like, but he's kind of like in the middle, and he's like, and like moving back and forth, <laughs> like that. And he people were like, possessed. people were looking at him, and I'm, and and so I was just, you know, we were just continuing on, and then he literally like fell over on the ground with the chair attached to him. You know what I'm talking about? Like Luke, you've seen <laughs> no, that, really, right? no, strapped, I, I like how we're supposed to identify with this. Chair. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of those classic chair strapping falling moments. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, so he like falls over and he's like laid on the ground, but attached to the chair kicking, like with his feet. Wow. How is he still attached to That's the chair? Intense. Like he well, like he was because so he just fell over. He was, I don't know, I think maybe he was a little bit. Was he wearing an adhesive suit? No, he was just a little bit tight for the chair, apparently. So he fell over. <laughs> and then these guys, <laughs> while we were playing, kind of like picked him up and carried him out of the room. And he's kind of like, <laughs> and they're and like convulsing. And so they carried him out of the room. And then there was like this big controversy. Well, there was two camps. One camp thought that our music put a demon in him. So when we were playing, yeah. it like That's put what this, I would have thought. That it put a demon in him. And then the other camp was that when we were playing, that the demon came out of him. And so that's uh, kind of what I, you know, m- most people were in, in the camp that suggested that the, our music actually put the demon in him. And so it was a bit of a test for us as a band. Thank you. That's <laughs> oh, it. No. I thought he had a heart attack. <laughs> you sure the music didn't give him a heart attack? So the mystery, let me let me get this straight. The mystery was never solved whether your your music was demon I, I want to say inserting or demon releasing. You never yeah, quite figured that, that out. Yeah, that was a contra- <laughs> No, the controversy, that was the con- it never was resolved and it it's for some people they they even to this day there's probably people I don't even know what happened to that guy. So if you're listening we salute you. <laughs> uh, you know, that, that happened to me. You know, something like that happened to me once when I was preaching in England. It oh, did I was not. preaching in a church. It did. A guy had a heart attack in the middle of my sermon. Yeah, but that's not the same out. thing. That's not the same thing. <sighs> that's like saying, oh, I was speaking somewhere and, I, and a guy coughed. You know, it's like, come on. <laughs> like, no, a heart attack is different it is. to a cough. You're like... You're so no. wanting to relate. Yeah, that's you're, you're not right. Little, no, guy, I no. disagree. That happened you to know, me ben once. I was in a church and this guy coughed. I'm the not guy kidding. Was not gurgling, swaying, and whatever the heck. Yeah, else he give said. me a break. He, he collapsed. It oh, was terrible. I don't want to... Now, 
Ben told us once that we should disagree more on the podcast. Yeah. I disagree. I think a heart attack is a big deal. And, you know, my sermon bored. caused it. Sorry. Yeah. Just exactly. saying. Sorry to break it to you. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so there you have it. David's random story and Luke's little appendage, which I don't know whether that was relevant or not. But the point is we're going to move on to the... <laughs> Revolutionary, Re- revolutionary recap. recap the part of the podcast where we try to do something worthwhile now <clears throat> here's the conundrum we've done all 10 principles so i'm gonna tap dance for a little bit try to figure out what to do but no i, I got a plan uh and we're gonna start over <laughs> but i'm gonna ask some questions related to the topics because clearly we gave these like very short recaps we didn't get into all of the the details i want to try to get real practical uh, specifically for our artists listening so going all the way back to the beginning seek god with a desperate heart our first principle a huge part of our dna and steiger come and live this podcast our personal lives uh, what i want to ask you guys is get real practical for a moment a- as artists as a band or just even as a follower of jesus what are some some ways that you've some some practical ways that you've made that part of your life like if someone wants to take that from yeah okay i get that but what are some things that you've learned over the years how you can really incorporate that and some things you've done in your artist context that could help other artists listening some different practices that that we've employed uh, that could be useful for other people other artists listening to hear and to be able to implement themselves so what do you guys think well i i think that it starts it always starts with with me personally how i reacted to this personally and uh it, when i had this recognition of how much i needed god and that i i really could not do uh, the things he was asking me to do without him, I would just put kind of radical kinds of uh, uh, things into my into my daily routine, uh, so to make sure that I had that time. And so, because for me, I'm I'm someone who who doesn't think well when I'm in a, confi- a confined space. Uh, I really need to walk, and so uh, I would just depending on where I was in the world, you know how I would you know how warm or cold it was. I would just dress as like I needed to, so I could be outside, and then I would just go on these long walks. Um, I mean, when I'm in a in a cra- crazy city, sometimes I'll find a graveyard because it's uh, you know it's quiet and you can walk around in a graveyard. and And I like to, when I pray, I like to pray out loud, and so I, I I'll find a graveyard and I'll walk in this graveyard. And sometimes I'll hold my hold my cell phone by my ear so it looks like I'm on the phone. But I'm and I'm because I like to talk out loud, and then I just pray, and I'll hmm. I'll spend a long time just walking in the graveyard, praying and crying out to Jesus. And I have places that I do that uh, in all over the world now because I travel on a frequent basis to some cities, and so I just know that's the place I go to seek God. And so it's kind of for you know putting in in into your into your uh, daily ritual, whatever however you're living, you know this time where you're really. You know, and I can't, I can't, I got to be in a place where it f- I'm focused. And so that's part of the way I do it. I don't know, yeah. is that what your, was that your question, Ben? Yeah, yeah. Luke, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it needs to start personally. And I think for me, like adding to that sort of daily routine of, of, of finding the way that works best for you to take that time out. It's also cool to separate special times as well. So like I've always appreciated the the Fast Friday thing that Come, Come and Lives always encourage. That's something I've sought to have in my life where there's a day of the week that I'll set aside for extra prayer and, and, and often fasting. And, and then 
having times in the year, like if you look at your year and you plan out, okay, I'll have a weekend here where I'm going to go away and spend some extra time just just um, seeking God and, and seeing if I'm on the right track and if there's new vision and all that kind of thing. And I found practically that it connects very strongly with, with the whole area of vision and, and understanding where God's leading us. Like most of the ideas or vision or or ways in which I'm to do something I feel God calling me to do will come from those times of prayer. I find times of prayer to be very um, inspirational. Like I'll be going and just talking and sharing my heart with God and and soon fresh ideas or vision come and, and I'll often want to get home and write down stuff. Uh, so I find that really helpful. And then maybe just connect it with bands as well. I think it's a really cool thing for you to do the same thing with, with a group, with the band, you know, to say, you know, David said this often, we set aside a lot of time for rehearsing and we should be setting aside more time for prayer. And yeah. uh, we, we've just been starting a band locally here uh, recently. And like with one of the first things we did is when we got, we said, okay, let's have a day when we rehearse and, and we set aside the whole morning of that day for prayer. And then we'd have the rehearsal in the afternoon. And it just makes a ton of difference to you guys as a team, you know, for, for a band as a team or for, for an artist um, working with other people to get together and pray and, and seek God for the vision and for every decision you have to make. Yeah, you know, I think this is something that that I personally wrestle with, and and I see in our our Christian culture at large, and it's, it's this idea that that prayer can so easily become this ritual or this routine. You know, it's like we we just add it really quickly to the beginning of something we're doing. You know, even in in what should be obvious spiritual context, like a worship set. You know, the oh, okay, we're about to get up and do a worship set, so let's quickly just get together and do a little prayer, or you know, before a, a meeting of some kind. And I think. In general, we, it's, you know, I often say that it's not that we need to become dependent on God because we are dependent on God. Yeah, exactly. And, and prayer is, is helping us understand our dependence. Uh, and as Christian artists, it's like, what are we hoping to accomplish if God is not in it? I mean, I don't, I'm not so naive to think that I have what it takes to change the world, to radically change the world if my song could just be really, really good. I mean, yes, we should be as good of artists as we can be, but man, we better be desperately dependent and aware that if God doesn't show up in our art, in our music, in our paintings, in our videos, whatever it is, what good is it going to be? Yeah. You know, and so I think that practically as a band, it's resisting that lie, resisting that human pull to just say, ah, we got to get going, you know, we're busy and we've got it all set up. We got to get rolling and saying, no, we're, we're, we're going to take this time to realign our hearts to the reality that without God, this is useless noise. Uh, and if we can do that as Christian artists or just as Christians in general, I think then God would fill our efforts with his power and then we'd really make a difference. And that's kind of the whole point. Uh, so that's why this principle is at the beginning, it's at the middle, it's at the end, it's everywhere. It's on yep. the wall at our international center. Yep. Because it's not that we need to, oh, okay, cute. Yeah, I need to understand that that I need to, to, to become aware of God's you know involvement in my life in the world. Without him, we're dead, right? That's the point. So anyway, that is the revolutionary recap. Uh, and we're now moving on to the part of the podcast where we look at certain things that are happening in the world, and sometimes they've they're, they've happened just like within the last week or few days. Other times not, and that's okay. But basically, they're topics that that are relevant to society today. Uh, and 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 our heart is that you 
would want to know, you know, what is our perspective on this? But but better than that, what what would we think Jesus would have us do in light of the things that are happening in our world? What what should we be doing? How should we be, rea- be reacting? How should we be living? Uh, and so the first thing that I want to do, uh, the first question that I want to ask. Question one. Uh, and I always start with question, but then I make a statement before the question. Uh, is there is a rapper, uh, a non-Christian rapper. His name is Logic. Pretty incredible guy, actually, if you look into him. Uh, but he released a suicide prevention song. Uh, and the title of the song was literally the number for the, the suicide hotline, the 1-800-273-8255. Uh, a pretty, pretty powerful uh, title for a song. Um, and, you know, and the whole idea is is he, he wrote it to try to help people not commit suicide, to give them hope. Um, but then he, he gives this interview, uh, and it's a very interesting interview because he basically says something along the lines of, you know, I was really surprised that my song was making a difference. Uh, and rather than using my words, I just want to play this clip and then we can talk about it. So the first uh, hook and verse is from the perspective of someone who is calling the hotline. And uh, they want to commit suicide. They want to kill themselves. They want to end their life. When I jumped on a tour bus that started in Los Angeles, California, and I ended in New York City and did a fan tour where I went to fans' houses and shared meals with them, hung out with them, uh, played them my album before it came out. Them, along with other people on tour and just fans that I've met randomly, they've said things like, yo, your music has saved my life. Like, you have saved my life. And I was always like, eh, what are they? Oh, oh, so nice of you. Thanks. And I give them a hug and shit. But in my mind, I'm like, what the f***? And they're really serious. And they're like, tatch on their arms and get shit like lyrics that save their life. And in my mind, I was like, man, I wasn't even trying to save nobody's life. And then it hit me the power that I have as an artist with a voice. I wasn't even trying to save your life. Now, what could happen if I actually did? So anyway, uh, there's that clip uh, from the rapper Logic. I think it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, but the, th- the thing I want to talk about as it relates to this is what struck me is the surprise. Mm-hmm. A- and so the question is, why do you think the idea that art could change anything is such a revelation? A- and in general, why has it become the norm that art should have no impact? That, that's kind of the question I want to ask. Why should it be such a shock to him that, that he is having an impact through his art? What do you guys think? Um, well, I think because we have this idea that that everything is relative. There's no absolutes. There's no, you know, there's your reality. There's my reality. And I don't have a right to, to force my opinion on you. And you don't have your right to force your opinion yeah, on yeah. me. And so I, I think if you're an artist or whatever, you think, why is my opinion going to have any impact on you it's it's this lie that there's no there's no truth and i think that's what he's kind of amazed at is that he actually is talking about a truth and it's actually having an impact and i think it points to how how much truth is powerful and how much people want to hear it i don't know what do you think yeah yeah i agree i mean it's an interesting question like the surprise i i don't i doubt i'd be surprised of the influence i mean i think artists are aware of how much what they do and say gets spread and 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 I, I think a lot of like the I mean the crazy stuff that goes on in the, in the artist world is related to knowing how to deal with that like how do you deal with the amount of influence you end up having and and the amount of followers and 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 just how much people listen to you but maybe it seems to me like the surprise is that he could actually communicate something as strong or like David's saying as true as that and that and have that kind of impact and that's really cool that he's come to that realization. I, I think that's 
that's really, really excellent that he's realized, wow, I could actually use the influence that I know I have, but to have that kind of impact on people's lives. I mean, if he keeps thinking that through, he could, it could take, take further and realize, um, uh, that, that, yeah, art has that power to, to really help people and bring, bring change. Um, I mean, the only thing that stays in my mind is like the, if when we realize that, how do we then really bring real change? Because I know, you know, the video clip right. um, of, of that song, on one hand, I was like, oh, great, you know, he wants to help people. But on the other hand, knowing the content of it and everything, I'm like, I just don't feel like he's giving the answer that people need. You know, obviously, it has helped people, but but there's so much to it that, um, you know, the, the, the worldview that's being represented there is just, it's not really going to bring people the answer they need to, to not be depressed or not have suicidal thoughts anymore. And so that needs to be taken further, I think. Right. Well, I'm, I mean, I think he's giving the truth as that he has. And so, yeah. which yeah. kind of points to the fact that if you're a follower of Jesus, I mean, man, if we aren't telling people the answer when we actually have an answer for things like suicide. Um, uh, but, you, you know, also I think there's a celebration of not ha- I'm not speaking. I mean, I can remember hearing a Michael Jackson uh, interview and he was saying, I just want to say, and this is when he was at his pinnacle, when my, there was nobody bigger in, in uh, the pop world than Michael Jackson. And uh, he said in an interview, I just, I just want you to know that I don't know anything. And I really, I really mean that. And the, and the interviewer, interviewer was going, yeah, that's really cool. You, know, you don't know <laughs> anything. And I think there's this kind of celebration of not knowing. And so I think that's star- a startling revelation maybe uh, you know, to, to, uh, to think when I actually state a truth, it has an impact and people are listening and they're imp- and they're hungry for it. So I think that, uh, it just points to the fact that if you do have an answer, if you do, if as a, as a follower of Jesus, if you do have an answer, man, how can we ever think it's right to not speak the truth in our art? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I th- a, a couple of things, I think, David, you hit on a very interesting point that relativism has so um, it's it's so neutered our our desire or our even our perception that that we can speak into anything that even an, an artist like Logic who's very bold and gifted and and speaks a lot of truth then is suddenly surprised that anyone accepts it you know it's mm-hmm. this weird dichotomy where he's really bold but then kind of like well I mean I would I wasn't expecting anyone to care or listen <laughs> which which seems a little bit odd. Yeah. Um, so I think part of it is you're right. I think it's the relativism of our age that that we have this incongruence where we speak all these opinions, but then because we have so eroded the idea that opinions, well, I guess we've reduced it to the fact that opinions is all that it is. Right. And so why would anyone listen? You know, and even on serious topics. Um, so so I think there's a little bit of that. There's there's the rel- relativism that that's a shock or or that has created the environment to make it a shock that anyone would actually listen to my truth when it should just be my opinion. So there's a little bit of that. Um, but David, then also the idea that, it, or Luke, what you were saying about, it, it's sad that the ultimate, how, how ultimately his message is so bankrupt. 
I mean, and like you, like you said, David, he's very genuine. And mm. I, I, this is not a judgment because I think, like you said, he's giving the only truth that he's got at the moment. Yeah. Um, but you know, he talks about, he talks about, you know, you, sh- he switches it to the, in the song, it switches from the perspective of the person calling the hotline to the person receiving the call. Yeah. And he says, well, let me tell you why you should live. And, and literally, I know he's not saying everything in the song, but it's like, Life's going to be hard. It's going to be so hard, but you got to live right now. You got everything to give right now. Yeah. Right. It's like, what? Yeah. How is that hope? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then the, he, he, other things, it's like, it's holding on though the road's long and seeing light in the darkest things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, it's hope. Hope is just kind of hanging in there. And that doesn't seem like a lot of Well, hope. it's like the old REM song, you know, everybody hurts sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, so that was their answer. And, and, and a lot of people, uh, said how much the REM song helped them because they could because they said everybody hurts sometimes so just hold on. Yeah. And I think right. when you don't have if you don't know Jesus when you don't have an answer to these kinds of things that is your answer. You yeah. know, well that's yeah. what the life is like but just hold on. And so yeah. I think that's the often the, the answer the world gives. Yeah, yeah. I, I, there was a blog um, came out, I think, recently that I wrote called Kitchen Sink on the on the Come and Live um, site there, and it's addressing exactly this. And it, Kitchen Sink, because there's one of the um, songs from Twenty One Pilots that deals with suicide as well, and it's the same issue that we're talking about here. It's a lot of artists are talking about suicide because it's become such a a, a key issue that people are realizing the amount the numbers rising the amount of people dealing with meaninglessness with hopelessness and 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 then suicide as a result of that and so they're singing about it talking about it but like you guys are saying they don't have the answer and a lot of it the answers they try to offer tend to be these self-help things of kind of like oh it'll, you know it's, it, it'll right. be okay but there's no real answer and i i think people say like Oh, it helped me. Your music helped me, or something. But most of the time, I, f- to me, it seems like it's more just that they identified with it. That they were like, "Yeah, that's how I feel," and so it's yeah. good to know that I'm not the only one feeling that way. But it's not really giving a, a response or an answer. And so I, I agree. We we need to, as Christians, find a way to get that voice out there that really brings answers, that really responds to those needs. Right. I mean. The key need there is that need for hope, for meaning. And and so what is the meaning right. of life? What is the point? And people need to hear that. Yeah, and I mean, that's yeah. the first thing I always I always tell people is that you're not an accident. You are significant. Right. You know, everything yeah. you feel matters, which is what he's saying, you know, what you feel matters. But there, the reason there's hope is not just because everyone is suffering, but there's hope because Jesus came to rescue us from that pain. He came, yeah. and, he, and he's big enough to do it and that's what people need yeah. you know and i think that all this does is it points out all the more how man if i have the answer i better i yeah. better give it yeah because in the end of the day if all you have if you don't have the truth all you have is awareness right and there seems to be this this whole campaign of awareness right. we're, we're now bringing all these things to light even the me too stuff yeah. and the the sexual abuse scandals it's like okay we're aware of it that's great, but now what? Yeah, and and so it it speaks to sort of the moral bankruptcy. But I think that that again, like David keeps saying, this is where we need to step in. This is where we need to reject the stupid lie that we need to be so timid. And it's you know, as artists especially, it's like we spend so much time worrying about offending and and not speaking truth when everybody else is is just saying exactly what they mean. And now not only that, but they're starting to realize. 
wow, you know, something we've been saying all along, art can actually be used in a powerful yeah. way. Like, hello, yeah. like this revelation that they're having, you know, and it does it surprise anyone that, that Logic was the one of the most, you know, at all of the award shows. I mean, he was like the main dude. Everyone was talking about him. Why? Because he was singing about something that actually matters. Yeah. He wasn't just talking about nonsense. Yep. And so as Christian artists, we need to look at that and say, don't believe the lie that the world is like, doesn't want our message, yeah. doesn't want truth, doesn't want us to say something. That is what good art is. Yeah. We yep. talked about you too last week. There, a lot of the reason they've lost their impact is because they stopped saying anything. Exactly. And they just try and they just chase trends. And so I think as Christian artists, we need to take this and say, yes, what if I actually tried? Right. Like the rapper logic says, what if I actually tried? We should already know that art can make a difference. That should not be a revelation to us. So what if I actually tried, and I didn't just, I couldn't just bring awareness, I could bring truth, right. and I could bring solution, yeah. and I could bring real hope. That's what art should be, and that's what we should be doing as Christian artists. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, our culture is telling us to try to keep up with the trends all the time. It's an important thing I think you said there, Ben. Like, we get this temptation, I think, as Christian artists as well, to try to be always in touch with what's going on, keeping up with all the trends, and really what we need to be doing is knowing how to respond to those needs that appear in those trends. It's knowing how to answer the questions and the doubts and the challenges in the trends that are coming around. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we're in a really unique time. You know, it's very in vogue to bash this generation and and say, you know, point out all the things that are wrong. But man, I think there is a hunger in light of all the these awareness campaigns that are coming out in light of all of this moral outrage that is being, you know, that is being released all the time. This is where we can step in and say, uh, we agree. It's not right. Women should be treated lovingly and with respect and should not be abused. Let me tell you about a God that gives women value mm -hmm. and that protects that value and that says it's not okay when they're abused. Yeah. Let, you know, we, this is a time where we need to lovingly stick, uh, we need to lovingly come in and, and really speak what is true because I think there is a clear hunger, an obvious hunger for real truth in, in a point of our society where people are getting sick of the consequences of relativism and moral bankruptcy that we see everywhere. Yeah, today. And just one, one last thought on the on the suicide thing. There's a key element here, or a key uh, point. When you strip it all down, we're talking about a decision that that every man woman makes uh, as to whether I look to myself to find meaning and answers or whether I, I believe there's something more. And that to me is a key starting point. When we come to share the gospel, when we want to have a voice in the scene, I think this, one of the key starting points is realizing that people know they have no hope and meaning. And then they make a decision and they're not always aware of it. And that's what we need to do. We need to make people aware. Are you choosing to look to yourself to find answers or are you looking to, to God and believing that you're created? That is a point you were making, David, you know, about how you're created by God. That's why you have meaning. So I think all the answers I see in these songs, in Logic's song, in 21 Pilots song is saying, look to yourself. If you look inwards, you'll find reason, you know, and the truth is you won't. You will not find meaning. Right looking to yourself you'll only find meaning if you realize you were created and and you look to to, to god you know beyond yourself yeah 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 and then and then i think ultimately you'll you'll produce all of this awareness you'll shed light on these issues and then but then when you leave people with no lasting real solutions i would imagine you end up in a worse place than before i mean I, I certainly think there's value in knowing that you're not alone and in having the conversation 
but it reminds me a little bit of sort of the emergent church exactly. movement where it's all it's all just about the journey and the conversation but not truth mm. you know and i think if you're on that when you when you put it in that realm, it, it's a it's a vicious, hopeless cycle. Yeah. Because people don't want to just have conversations; they want to deal with the things that are causing them to want to kill themselves. Yeah. You know, so so we really like th- that again. It, it kind of speaks to the the sad cycle that society finds itself in when it becomes aware of issues but has no solution for them. Um, and so I think now it's evident that now more than ever we need God to raise up Christian artists, just Christians in general on all levels that can step into the fray and into these moments and into this hurt and say, let me, let me tell you about Jesus. Let me tell you about someone that, that can really bring, bring restoration to this, this chaos that we see. If, if, so. if Christians, if artists, Christian artists would, would in a, in a relative, a relative, relevant way, start to speak truth, it would be revolutionary, the, the, what would happen. It would be amazing what would happen. And so I, th- yeah. I think, man, it's time that we, we speak up. You know, we need, to, we need to love people. We need to know their language. We need to cry with them, you know, not just be speaking slogans. You know, I'm not saying that, but, man, we need, we need to tell people there's an answer. If, if there ever was a time when people are hungry to know there's an answer, it's today. And so I think that's, the, that's what we should take from this conversation. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. As I look to transition here, I don't know. I, I feel like this topic is so important and it's so necessary in this conversation. I don't even really want to dilute it with something else. So I think we'll probably just stop there. But I, I, I do my, I don't know. As I was watching that, my heart really goes out to this, this specific rapper logic. I don't even know. I should know what his real name is. I could probably Google that in two seconds. Um, because you know, it, it's it's obvious that that he is caught even in this position. And I, I, will, I, if you watch the rest of the interview that we played a little clip of, he talks about even his own struggles uh, with suicide and people in his life that have committed suicide. And you know, and and so I, I, my heart again is that we could influence on such a level that we could get to influencers like him, right? That God has given. You know, I don't know again if that's exactly how God intended for him to use his platform, but certainly I think God is. It has given him gifts to communicate, and we just, I think, need to pray that, that we can even influence influencers like him, that they can bring real hope, uh, not just awareness to, to these devastating issues like suicide. Yep. So, all right. Well, that, that was a little bit shorter than usual, uh, and uh, without a lot of the shenanigans, and uh, well, at the beginning had plenty of shenanigans, and maybe there's still time. Maybe David or Luke will add something that'll just take us to that level. I'm, I'm not. No, I don't know. I'm not no. feeling it, man. I'm not feeling it. You're not feeling no. it. Okay. Well, you can't force these things. No. You know, you just have to let it happen. Well, like I did Luke's have a piece suit. of news that was that I thought was important to share. I mentioned right, a few us. podcasts ago about a cousin of mine cycling from the UK all the way to Turkey. Simple Simon. That's right. You remember his name? That's awesome. So. Anyway, here's the crazy thing. He just arrived in <laughs> Turkey, and Nigel heard he was coming. And so really? they're going to meet up for a coffee. Yeah. Seriously. Isn't that cool? Yeah. That is cool. That's great. That's, that's the last time I saw Nigel was in Istanbul, actually. Well, there you have it. Simple Simon and Nigel together. Can the universe handle such, a, such an encounter? It will be amazing. I say no. So anyway, uh, we hope that goes well, and we hope to hear a report of some kind from that. Uh, when that does take place. Otherwise, thanks for listening to the Provoke and Inspire podcast, uh, a bit more of a serious edition. But but again, I, that is our heart. And these are serious issues that we're very passionate about. 
Uh, and we do want to see more Christian artists raised up uh, to use their platforms to actually try, as Logic said, uh, to use their art to make a difference. Because that, I think, is what it was intended for all along. Not as some self-indulgent tool, not as wallpaper that should make no difference, uh, but something that God would really use uh, to, to transform the status quo and to speak truth into the hurt. So that's what we hope to do in our own lives. That's what we hope to inspire others to do, as the title of the podcast would suggest. Uh, and, and really, I would highly recommend that you consider the Compact School or the Steiger Mission School. Uh, Steiger.org slash SMS is where you could find out about the full mission school. Um, because these are, uh, I think, perfect opportunities to dig in deeper into who the people are, this, this global youth culture that are exactly who Logic is speaking of and the hurts and, and things that they're going through. It's it's an incredible time of seeking God uh, where you can really, like we talked about in the Revolutionary Recap, where you can put into practice, there's a whole day devoted just to seeking God. You know, what an incredible privilege in this this busy life that we live to be able to set aside 10 weeks uh, and a day within every one of those weeks to just seek God. I know when I did this, uh, you know, I know that we've all been part of this. That That is one of the, the biggest highlights. Uh, and, and then on top of that, you get this practical mission experience. You get to learn from all of these seasoned missionaries all over the world. Uh, and so if you can't do the full thing, definitely do the, the three to four day compact school uh, all over the world. Steiger.org slash compact or steiger.org slash compact USA. Uh, otherwise, thanks for listening uh, and we will talk to you next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to Provoke and Inspire, the official Come and Live podcast. To hear past podcasts, go to comeandlive.com. Got a question for the guys? Send it in to provokeandinspire at comeandlive.com. <laughs>